0: Hello and welcome to the Swimming Ideas Podcast number 33. This is What Do You Think of Side Glide? My name is Jeff. I will be your host for today. Let's get started right off the bat. Side Glide. Getting on your side and gliding. Now there are some programs that teach this as a way to teach turning your head to the side to breathe. It's not something that you'll find in the swimming lessons ideas world uh, because I don't agree with it. I don't think it's the best thing to do. And we're going to look in depth today on why we would do Side Glide, what possible benefits there are to it, and why we don't want to do it in our program. Now there. Are It it does show up under the guise of kicking on your side or head lead balance with rotation, kind of, but it is not one of those staple things that we're teaching our youngest swimmers to do, especially in our swim lessons. I don't think it's even anything that we introduce until someone's been on the swim team and has an ability level way beyond that of your regular swim lesson participant. Let's take a look at why someone would be doing side glides. Now, if this is something you do in your program, I need to know because I want to see if there are actually good examples of this in the wild. So is there somebody that's actually teaching SideGlide well and effectively and with purpose? Or is it just this random relic of some weird person that decided, oh, let's do SideGlide because that might be fun. Now, unfortunately, I don't think it's the best thing to be doing. So. Let's dive right into it and let's start right now. Number one, what are the benefits of side glide? Well first of all what is it? Actually I'm making a mistake here so let's back up a bit. Number one, what is side glide? Now you can imagine this as if you you, I'm assuming you know what streamline is, arms above your head, squeezing your ears, locking your thumb and looking down. If you can do a streamline then the idea is to do that first and then roll over on your side, put one hand on your hip and lift your chin so your face is out of the water. So you're on your, glo- on your side, so your body is perpendicular to the bottom of the pool. Your hips are stacked, if you will. So one hip is your left hip or your right hip is above your other hip. And your shoulders are stacked. So your left shoulder is above your right shoulder if you're turning to the left. And you want to glide on your side like that and kick your feet. And then some programs will teach, okay, you've done that because you can breathe. Now rotate to the other side. And your hips are going to swing with your shoulders. And you're going to turn your head and rotate to the other side so you're on your side. So this would be side glide rotating back and forth. And the idea here is that because you're used to moving horizontally, you know, in streamline position, then you're going to start doing this hip rotation, which is the fundamental basic of freestyle and backstroke, which drives the strength of the the stroke. So the idea here is we're just going to preempt all this other learning that goes into um, rotating your hips and swimming freestyle effectively and well. And we're going to just throw breathing in by gliding on your side. So you can doggy paddle, you can struggle, you can do whatever you need to do to stay on your side, and that's fine. You know, whether your body comes out of alignment or not, you know, that's not important to side glide. You know, what is important is that you're rotating your hips side to side, okay? And then thereby effectively breathing. Now, there's a whole host of problems that come with this, but the benefits of it are that it allows weaker swimmers to be able to breathe on their side. And it, and it promotes hip rotation. And I say that because when you're flat and on your stomach doing a streamline, your face is in the water. And when you turn your hips to the side, you turn your body to the side and you struggle, then you're somewhat maintaining that on um, that horizontal body position, somewhat. But you're also rotating to the side so you're allowing yourself to take a breath. Now, that may translate into five, ten more seconds of breathing before someone can come rescue you. And that's awesome. You know, that's a fantastic thing. But it's not our focus in swim lessons. Unless you're, you know, we can do swim lessons that, oh, I'll just teach you how to not die. You know, we'll we'll teach you how to swim, in air quotes, by not dying. You know, I can teach that. That that's not hard. That's struggling for air, learning how to roll over on your back and then move to the to the wall. That's not swimming or that's not the sport or the competition or even any semblance of swimming. That's I can teach you how to not die by by falling underwater and struggling. And that that's a different thing. That's a different portion of swimming. If you want to learn just how to not die or how to not fall underwater and you know if it's a purely safety issue then uh, then by all means do side glide but if you're also trying to teach effective quality swimming then side glide is not something that you should be using in your program and here's why because of this list of negatives Um, it promotes a head up or chin away from the chest body posture so if you look, if you are standing upright just comfortably, and you look up at the sky, and your chin is fully extended away from your chest, that's the type of body position that side glide promotes. It does not effectively work on uh, getting the head down. In fact, it does just the opposite. Uh, it works on promoting the head up. So it doesn't teach face down position, uh, which means that then we have to go back and retrain. Their swimming afterwards. So, when they get onto a swim team, people that have gone through the side glide type of teaching progression tend to lift their chin and lift their head away from their chest instead of looking down at the bottom of the pool. And that requires us to then go back and retrain them. So, we don't want to have to redo the work or retrain the swimmer. You know, we want to have a properly trained, ready to go swimmer that already knows soldier position body line and posture turning your head to the side to breathe and not well you know fantastic at rotating your hips but now i have to retrain you on how to keep your head down lift your hips up at the surface and setting letting your feet drag under behind the water behind you don't do doggy pedal when you're swimming you know all those small things <clears throat> that are attached to uh, side glide we don't want to do that we want to properly train them in the first place so we don't have to go back and retrain them. <clears throat> so another negative to side glide uh, <clears throat> excuse me, here, is that it promotes mini doggy paddles while the participant is struggling at the service. So what you'll see uh, when a beginner is doing streamline and then rotates over onto their side is that they're going to want to stay on their side breathing. And in fact that's actually encouraged that you stay on the side to breathe. Until you're ready to go back underwater, uh, rotating to go back underwater, and then rotate to the other side. Uh, And so they actually encourage you to struggle on your side doggy paddling instead of swimming front crawl. So there's actually an emphasis on doggy paddle, And that rotating, again, while good, comes at the expense of encouraging and promoting doggy paddle and struggling. So that's another reason. So we have uh, promotes the head, the chin up, the head lifted uh, while rotating the side to breathe. Now it doesn't teach face down which is, you know, the same thing here um, and requires retraining and then it promotes mini doggy paddles while struggling on the side to take a breath. Another negative here is it doesn't directly correlate to an actual good swimming posture. So it's a Drill adaptation to teach us breathing and hip rotation. That's actually very ineffective. Okay, so when we do head lead balance with rotation, which is the hip rotation drill on the surface, where your hips are rotating to 90 degrees to the surface of the pool. Um, and if you're not familiar with head lead balance with rotation, uh, there I can put a detailed you know video hopefully or a, a detailed. Um, description of what that is in the show notes so you can reference that but basically it's the body rotates along the spinal axis so the spine is like the axis that the body rotates along so if you imagine holding your hand out in front of you your middle finger would be the axis that the pinky and the thumb rotate around right so if you just rotate your hand back and forth that kind of simulates this position Uh, or this drill and and basically that's what side glide is is it's a precursor it's kind of the more raw version of this head lead balance head goes first you balance on the surface and you rotate your hips drill all right but that's not what we want to do you know because it's not easy to do it's not a good drill for beginners and we don't introduce that drill unless it's on your back until someone already knows how to swim you know I'm talking about this retraining that we don't want to go through. It's actually easier to teach a beginner to rotate than it is to uh, teach them to, uh, later on here, than it is to teach them to tuck their chin, look down at the floor, and keep their body straight, mostly. Uh, That's more difficult to teach, the head down, body straight. Than the rotation. Your know, rotation is easy. It's just that uh, I got to say is do this drill a few times and then swim like that. And then someone knows how to do it to introduce that to a beginner that doesn't know how to swim at all is skipping all these steps in front of it that made that drill so good in the first place. It's it. It, it doesn't correlate to a good swim, right? We're never going to breathe with lifting our chin out of the water, lifting our whole face out of the water on freestyle, unless we're just doing it to survive for an extra 10 seconds, right? Because the head lifted promotes the feet sinking, which makes it more difficult to get the arms over the water, which makes it more difficult to continue the swim, which makes it more difficult to take a breath, right? So we don't wanna be doing this as, it's not really an effective drill for prolonged survival swimming, and it's not an effective drill for prolonged correct swimming. So to recap here, this side glide, it promotes head up, the chin away from the body, it doesn't really teach well face down, it promotes d- mini doggy paddles when breathing and struggling to the side, and it doesn't it's not a drill that directly correlates to an actual good swimming posture or, or position or activity. Uh, it's a poorly adapted drill to teach breathing to the side and just the these four things that side glide doesn't really work well with really the big thing here is that side glide is not it it, i haven't seen it done well and i haven't seen a compelling argument to do it you know i want to i i spend a lot of time i've been trained in three different ways Of teaching swim lessons so i've gone through the training i've gotten my certification to be a trainer in these other programs and the most recent one had side glide as one of their key components on how to teach breathing to the side uh, for freestyle so it's actually a foundational skill that they have that uh, they teach to beginners after streamline and it's their go-to way to teach breathing freestyle And I'm I'm tortured by this. And it really irritates me. It really bothers me because I don't see the benefit of it. That, in fact, I see the benefit of high-quality repetition-based practice over this, you know, strictly we're going to do this general macro body motion that's not entirely adapted to freestyle, but we're going to kind of force it in like we're shoving a square block into a circle hole. You know, if we just pound on the top hard enough those square edges are gonna round down and we're gonna scrape off the sides of them and make it a better, it's gonna fit in that circle hole but we could just start with a small circle And start dropping circles into it and get a bigger circle and bigger circles and bigger circles as we progress. You know, that's really the better choice here is, you know, we want to have a lot of small wins. You know, we want to start with an achievable goal and then build on that achievable goal and make it a little bit more difficult. And then, okay, now that we've mastered this, we're going to make it a little more difficult from there. And keep going progressively one small step at a time instead of, okay, we're going to get this Side glide. We're going to get this huge lumbering behemoth that, you know, may have benefits in certain circumstances, may not. And then we're just going to adapt it to everybody. Like, that's not how swimming works. It's not an appropriate use of doing a drill to effectively teach a swimming component. You know, we want our swimming components, the, those small steps that make up the bigger hole of the swimming stroke, to be as close to the original that we're actually going to be doing in practice together as possible. What I mean by that? When we break apart freestyle into its component parts, arms, body position, kick, breathing, you can even argue streamline is a portion of it, but when we break it up into those component kicks, arms, breathing, body position, and kicking, we wanna do those skills as close to the actual swimming stroke as possible. So for instance, we're not gonna do breaststroke kick when we wanna work on freestyle, right? So we're gonna do freestyle kicks as close to the actual freestyle kicks that a participant would do while swimming, right? So we wanna do our breaths as close to the actual breaths during swimming as possible. So if we do side glide, which is this huge over rotation onto your side, <clears throat> which we do in a drill called headly bounce with rotation, but if we do this as in a way as a vehicle to carry us towards a better freestyle breath, it's not effective because it, it we don't want that over rotation during the breath. We don't want that pausing on your back to breathe and struggle. We don't want a backstroke glide when we're swimming freestyle. Right? because it's not freestyle. It's not appropriate. We want a quick, short breath to the side, face down, blow some bubbles, turn your head to the side and do it again. You know, continue swimming. We want to have a continuous freestyle swim. We don't want to have this jerky, struggling, you know, survival swim. Again, we're not teaching survival swimming. We can, and Cycle works well for that, but it's not the best way to go about teaching an effective freestyle. And that's, I guess that's my huge problem here is that this other program puts safety as their number one priority, and that's fantastic. You know, we should have a swimmer that comes into our program and leaves. You know, that's our ultimate goal. So, and then can do that on their own. So our ultimate goal is to teach someone to swim and have them swim and get out of the water, right? We never want to have a situation where they stay in the water because they've drowned. And if all we want to do is teach how to survive for a few more minutes – Then we can do side glide and leave it at that. But if we want to then transition into actually swimming, it's not the best choice. And that's really, I guess, where my my huge hang-up comes from, is that swimming lessons ideas is not strictly oriented towards we'll, we'll keep you alive for a few minutes. It's we'll teach you how to swim really well, so you don't need to worry about just struggling to breathe. We'll teach you how to swim so you can do it well, and then you'll have an understanding of how to keep your body at the surface. And really, the easiest thing I can tell someone is do a back float. If you know how to back float, you know how to swim because you can struggle to the side doing a back float, not worrying about falling underwater and sinking. That's it. That's really the easiest way to do it. And I know that I'm overgeneralizing it and oversimplifying it, Uh, And I'd love to hear your thoughts on this. So I'm assuming this can be fairly contentious. How do you feel about the whole emphasis or emphasis? I just like saying it that way. How do you hold... what What do you feel about making your whole emphasis of swim lessons safety? You know, struggling to breathe, being able to effectively... Or to do it. It doesn't have to be effective just to do it. And then get to the wall under any circumstance. Or do you think that there should be a focus on quality swimming that doesn't require retraining and a competitive viewpoint? So teaching freestyle well, teaching breaststroke well, teaching backstroke well, and we're using those competitive strokes. I say them competitive because they're part of the competitive program, using those competitive strokes as a method of teaching general swimming awareness and ability to swim. So, if you and the philosophy being if you know how to do freestyle well or backstroke you can easily struggle to the side regardless of where you are in the water right so that's that's the emphasis is not we're not explicitly saying we'll teach you how to not die instead of saying we're going to teach you how to swim well and as a result of that you'll be a strong swimmer right so that's that's kind of what we're thinking here and i'd like to know what your thoughts are connect with me on twitter at swimming ideas Send me an email, jswim at swimminglessonsideas.com, and let me know what you think. Do you agree that there's no place for side glide in swim lessons, or do you think side glide is the bee's knees and the coolest thing ever, and you should incorporate that in your swim lessons, and you really think that's the best way to go? Or are you somewhere in between? Are you undecided? Are you unsure? You know, send me an email or connect with me on Twitter, at swimmingideas jswim at swimminglessonsideas.com. I briefly touched on this a little bit in the podcast here, but uh, I'll hit it again, or I'll just state it explicitly. If you are interested in learning how to train your staff in how to teach swimming well, and by teaching well, I mean the 15 essential swim skills, Uh, treading water is not one of those essential swim skills. If you're interested in learning how to do that and how to have your staff do that as well, to teach well, to teach a better swim lesson, then the Swim Lesson Starter Kit is perfect for you because it gives you the swim lesson plans. It gives you the visual swim skill sheets. It gives you all the tools that you can give to your staff to quickly get on board. And you can follow the the step-by-step boxes for each day of the lesson plans. And they'll walk you through a really effective progression on how to go underwater, how to learn how to do freestyle, how to start breathing to the side. They'll even go over how to do head lead balance with rotation, which this side glide is based off of. Uh, you can get the starter kit. You can also get the swim lessons ideas swim instructor training workbook, which right now is section one. And that walks you through and gives you lesson plans For each skill, for each of the 15 skills, it tells you the core components to it, breaks it apart, into here's what you need to do to do it well. And here's how you can use that in your lessons. So here here are the tactics that we use in our developmental program and in our swim lessons to achieve this goal. How do we get someone to do IY scoop and shoot or 11Y eat and reach? We follow these steps. We do three times, streamline, no kicking, no breathing, and two 11Y eat and reaches. And then we get feedback based on how successful each person is in their attempt at doing that thing. And that's what that's designed for. It's designed to walk a new teacher through the program, each each skill. And it gets progressively more difficult. And that's how, you know, we're teaching small wins over time. You know, I achieved this, I achieved that, I achieved this. And building up on itself to make a good quality swimmer. Section two, which we're working on now, is all about how do you teach those things. So what is command language? What is, how do you use imagery in your words? You know, turn yourself into a giant carrot and swim like the carrot would swim with long arms. You know, how do you use imagery to create a strong uh, emotion in your swim lessons? And how do you use that to teach? Now, those are the things that we talk about in section two. And that's going to be coming up soon. Uh, so... If you're interested in this, you can get the digital copy with all the free addendums. So Section 2 will be free once it's released. It's $40 on the website for the digital copy. You can print it out unlimited. And if you like it, which I think is an awesome resource, you can get on Amazon the printed off copy. It's $17.99. And it'll ship, if you have Prime, two days right to your door. And you can get one for each of your swim instructor staff, and they can draw on it and write on it as much as they want. So those two tools, the Swim Lesson Starter Kit and the Swim Instructor Training Workbook, are designed to walk someone new or to retrain your staff into how to teach swimming well. And, you know, if you're interested, check it out on our website, uh, and it will make you have better swim lessons. Right, I just want to thank you for listening, taking the time to go through Side glide today. And let me know what your thoughts are on... Uh, on it. Connect with me on Twitter, send me an email, jswim at swimming ideas. Thank you uh, very much for listening and taking the time out of your busy day. And together, tomorrow, we